Hello, everybody, and welcome to Socks on Tap. I'm your boy, Buzz, and I'm joined by my dude, Johnny Nani, after a 3-1 White Sox loss to the Minnesota Twins to open up the series. Lucas Giolito picks up the L tonight, and Michael Pineda, Pineda picks up the dub. Uh, it was a rough game. White Sox offense really didn't get it going. How are you feeling after this one, Nani? Well, you know what? I'm happy that Lucas Giolito had another you know, just awesome outing. Um, I think there, the, that's where I kind of want to start with the positives of this. Cause it wasn't like, you know, you say it's a rough outing because, you know, it's just cause we didn't score enough runs for him. So yes, offensively, I think you're right there, buzz, but Lucas Giolito gave you a chance all throughout this one. Um, the, the, the final score, like you had said, only ended up being three to one. Um, Lucas Giolito only two earned runs and both of those were, um, solo shots. Um, so, I mean, overall, sure, it sucks because, you know, you want to win. Uh, you got to yeah, score more runs than the win. So offensively, sure, it's a bad game. But uh, I, I was excited to see Lucas Giolito go out there again and uh, show that, that there is no fluke to him being a, you know, really consistent, solid pitcher, Buzz. Yeah. So, I mean, th- this game started off, you know, halfway decent. In the first inning, Polanco gets on. Um and uh, Lucas finds himself a little bit in a, not in a, oh, I guess a little bit of a jam because uh, there was one out and uh, Polanco gets on. Nelson Cruz comes up and just smack. I mean, God, Nelson Cruz just hits the ball so well off of us. And I, I called him an a-hole on Twitter because he just, uh, you know, he just makes me so mad. Uh, I mean, you can't, I, you respect the hustle, right? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a good player, but. The, the game started off in the first inning where he uh, gets Polanco to third. I mean, he absolutely hits a rocket into the gap uh, there into uh, left field, I believe it was, left center field. But we got mm-hmm. he gets out of the inning, and like you said, Giolito pitched a, a hell of a game except that second inning where he let up two solo shots to, um, I believe. Uh, yeah, Gonzalez and Scope. Yeah, right. Yeah, the day that I don't. The day I don't start Gonzalez too in fantasy, not in this. You know, <laughs> that's you know that that that's how it always works, Buzz. Um, but when you were go when you're going back to um, who who is that they were talking about? Yeah, Nelson Cruz. I would I don't have the splits up in front of me. I'm sure we'll look them up and tweet them out. But I would love to see his splits. You know, against the rest of the league versus just against the White Sox. I'm sure his average is like somewhere in the 600s. I believe- <laughs> At least it seems like it. Right. If I'm not mistaken, during the broadcast, I believe he had seven home runs, like against us or something like that. Sheesh. And it, my God, this guy just, I'll show you for not signing me, right? Yeah. God, man. So, you know, but other than that, it was like you said, it was a good outing for Lucas. I mean, just besides the two solo shots, I mean, he played, he pitched a hell of a game today, Nani. He had, um, he had nine strikeouts in six innings pitched with 106 pitches thrown. Um, he let up only four hits, and like we had said, the two earned runs, but he uh, he did walk three tonight. But other than that, I mean, this is a game against, again, this is what we talked about on Sunday Fun Day, against a very potent Minnesota Twins offense that he really kept at bay. And it just sucks because the offense didn't pick him up. The only run support the White Sox gave him tonight was a Tim Anderson solo shot and I believe that was the bottom of the fourth yes it was yep so uh, it, it, you know 
Yeah, man. I mean, you laid it out there perfectly. Um, a couple notes on Giolito. Um, I got a few situational things at the offense. So before I get negative ninety on you, uh, we'll go with some of the positives for Lucas Giolito. Uh, he recorded his two hundredth strikeout of the season and then ended up surpassing that. But the two hundredth strikeout of the season came uh, to end the third inning uh, when he got Rosario there. Uh, that was his sixth of the game at that point. So he had it on three more. Um, like I said, that means he ended up finishing with nine on the night. Um, so he fell just one short of having his fourth straight double digit strikeout game. And I believe that was Scott Merkin credit for that, uh, little tidbit, uh, Scott Merkin on Twitter, but, um, that, that's impressive. Uh, good to see him missing bats. And when you just look in comparison, uh, Lucas Giolito, 200 and now what? Three, yeah, 203 strikeouts on the season so far. Still going to have a few more starts, uh, before this thing wraps up. He had 125 all of last season, Buzz. That is just huge market improvement. Oh, absolutely. He is also the first White Sox pitcher since, uh, right-handed pitcher since 2012, which was Jake, or no, I think, actually not even since 2012. He was the first White Sox pitcher since 2007, I think it is, to, if I'm not mistaken, to have over uh, 200 strikeouts in a season. I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure I'm correct. Um, and then, I, God, he, he played so well. I just really wish the offense would have picked him up. You know, you, you you talk about, like, all you know, the Cy Young stuff that comes with it. And I know wins and losses, like, you know, really don't matter for that kind of stuff. But, I, God, I just – when you have a good outing like that, you just wish the offense would come out and, and do it. It's just the inconsistencies of this offense shining through once again after a good start, because I feel like, again, at the beginning of the season, we always used to say if the White Sox pitchers could let up, what was it, like two to three runs, that we were usually going to win that ball game nine times out of ten, it felt like, in the yeah. first half. So kind of sucks we didn't pick them up today and, and get the job done. Yeah, so, um, I mean, definitely, you know, trends that you're talking about there. Um, <laughs> offense probably would have got done if it was the first half of the season, but then again, the pitching probably also wouldn't have been there. I know Lucas Giolito has been a model of consistency all year, but uh, that just seems the type of that so White Sox trends that we end up finding ourselves in buzz. Um, I wanted to walk through a few because I usually take notes and highlight a few things here um, throughout this game. Obviously, you had mentioned the damage coming, uh, two solo shots in that second inning. Uh, Gonzalo's let off and then scope with two out shot. Um, there was a play in the third inning, White Sox. Engel uh, got hit by a pitch with one out, and then Lurie flew out to center. And Engel, I think he was running on the pitch, so he had, you know, was running second or whatever. And when he came back, he would have beat it because the throw was a little bit offline, but he never touched, like, he kind of came around second on that, like, steal attempt or whatever after he popped up from his slide never came back around and kind of like shortcut the base going back to first. So he ended up getting doubled up um, uh, <laughs> because they threw to, you know, second and appealed, even though the throw was you know way off uh, when it came to first to try and, you know, get him out on a double true double play there. So they get the kind of broken one there. And one thing that I just want to, first of all, it's a mental mistake and you, you can't have that. Uh, just, Touch the base, man. First of all, don't overslide it. I think physically that's the thing. But if you do, have the mental awareness to go back and touch it. And then uh, the other thing is a guy like Adam Angle, man, you got to be doing everything you can to keep yourself on this team, uh, to keep yourself in consideration if you still want to be considered for a spot next year. I mean, I know most of us have pretty much ruled them out, um, uh, except maybe, maybe a very, very you know rare call-up uh, sort of, defensive specialist type he's got to do more to um 
warrant any type of attention going forward, Buzz. And this is bad attention that he brought upon himself with this play. Yeah, I totally agree. So when he slid into second, he kind of like like he kind of like rounded you know what i mean like it was like a pop-up going slide third, yeah right and then he cut back to the left inside of the base mm-hmm. and as soon as he ran back i uh, originally you know with the plays going on you kind of you can't really catch it on the television but like you know when they went to the replay i mean he missed the bag by a mile when he was running back and you know he looked all confused and whatnot and you saw ricky in the dugout just shaking his head like yeah i saw you didn't touch second you know it didn't even appeal or anything like that and i was I just felt like, you know how you say that's so White Sox, that's just so Adam Angle, just something like just something yeah. like that, you know, and that just, ah, that, that was rough. That, you know, that's just something that can't happen because, you you know, you after that it was the third out. You lose the inning, you're done. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. It, you know, just annoying, annoying so, to say the least. So, so unfortunately, you know, the White Sox not scoring enough leads me to talk about all these situations that I have because I think about where they could have scored. So I'm going to go to another one here. Um, they actually did score. Uh, let's move on to the fourth thing. That was the third that we had just talked about with that angle situation in the fourth inning. Uh, Timmy leads off solo shot. That is great to see. Um, I was really happy to see that because uh, that's only his, you know, his 14th of the season. Um, but only his third of this month. And I know he was coming back from an injury and he still was getting on base, uh, you know, at a decent clip uh, to start this. I just want to see that power come back, though. And, uh, you know, when you look at a month like April, May for him, uh, that was more of a power stretch time for Tim Anderson. And I just want that to be a little more consistent uh, in the years coming forward here, Buzz. Um, But just getting back to the situational thing. So after that, the Twins get two outs. McCann hits a single with those two outs. Eloy hits a single, so McCann's at third. Then Ryan Goins comes out, comes up, and he grounds out. And Ryan Goins is in the seventh spot as a designated hitter. Um, I, I know the White Sox DH numbers have been putrid. Uh, MLB random stats had posted that, you know, Twins pitchers are batting better than White Sox designated hitters on the season. But, man, just even a semi-competent DH probably gets a run in there, Buzz. What do you think in that fourth? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, like you said, I mean, the, the Mets pitching, I think, has better stat. You know, the Mets pitching, um, you know, pitchers have better stats than the White Sox DHs this year. <laughs> it's just, you know, it, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. You know, uh, Goins is, I mean, cooled off tremendously, which I think we knew was going to happen. I, I think we all knew that was going to happen. You know, he was batting over 300 for a bit. Um, he's fallen to 274 now, but it just brings in, you know, just needing another power bat and needing somebody who gets on base at a higher clip and, and is able to drive in runs. And it, uh, again, countless opportunities here to get runs on the board that the White Sox just did not capitalize on. Yeah. Um, another one. I mean, these are just going, you know, these three innings in a row here uh, in the fifth. Um, Yolmer let off at the single and then, I. Uh, Got to third on a wild pitch. Timmy comes up, strikes out there. Um, he kind of play the what if game. If he could have just you know gotten a single, tie the game up there, maybe looking at a different story. Um, and then uh, let's see, it will go into oh the uh, seventh inning. Then uh, Ryan Goins, he hits a one out single. Uh, you, you know, get a Sano misplay, so you kind of want to take advantage of there. Yulmer singles right after him, and then they pinch hit skull for angle. After being ahead 3-1 in the count, I know there's one questionable call on strike number two for him. He strikes out. After being ahead 3-1, you're in a hitter's count. Man, gosh, it, 
just frustrating stuff. And then Lurie lines out to third base after that. So um, that was essentially the end of it. Um, it. When you go on to the eighth inning, one thing that I was not happy about, uh, well, obviously the Twins scoring a run. You never like to see that. Uh, Herrera getting touched up two times in a row right after coming in. So that made it uh, 3-1 on a couple back-to-back singles uh, due to Osich and Herrera there. But then uh, in the Sox, half of the eighth, they have the heart of their order coming up. Perfect time if they want to try and, you know, obviously time's running out. They have to get back in this thing. The heart of the order, Tim Anderson, Jose Abreu, and Yohan Moncada all strike out. Not just go down one, two, three. All strike out. Um, that Right then, Buzz, I pretty much could have turned off the game and told you that was over. Yeah. You know, so something that's kind of, I mean, I don't want to, like, throw a crazy alarm on it just because our, what do we usually call it? Like, the stars of our lineup usually do well. I think we both know that, but mm-hmm. tonight, White, our our core guys that, I mean, and I'm putting Lurie in on that as well, because you know damn well, just as well as I do, he's been nothing but consistent for us pretty much all year. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put, I'm going to put Lurie in on this uh, tonight, but between Lurie, Tim Anderson, Jose Abreu, Yoan Mankata, and Eloy Jimenez, they all combined to strike out 12 times tonight. Ooh. And that's our, you know, that's the core. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, those are the guys that are like, okay, you know, they really help pick up for the uh, the deficiencies that this this mm-hmm. offense does have because they're the stars. So I mean, uh, yeah, man, twelve strikeouts between those guys. So Eloy strikes out twice, so that's two. Mankata strikes out three times. Abreu twice. Tim Anderson three times, and Lurie two times. So. You know, between those, you know, those five, it was 12 strikeouts tonight. So, and, and uh, total for Minnesota Twins pitching was 13 strikeouts. Skull was the only other one to strike out tonight in the, yeah. in the, in the uh, at-bat that you had just brought up previously. So, if those guys don't really have it going on, you're pretty much SOL. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'll point, you know, I, I love the applaud him when he does well. But, hey, Lurie Garcia, you got to be more opportunistic tonight. He had opportunities, plenty of opportunity. End up leaving four on base. Um, yeah, you, you just got you got to have some sort of production come through there. Uh, I know he hit a hard liner down the third base line to Sano on one of them, but um, you know, just hope you hope he can find a uh, fi- find a hole somewhere uh, going forward there because uh, the, the, any any sort of run more than just the Tim Anderson home run, Buzz, I truly believe changes just the mood and the tone of this game and maybe helps the White Sox on a comeback, maybe a walk-off, uh, come-from-behind sort of victory in a game like tonight. I, I could have felt it with the energy, um, you know, w- with Lucas Giulio keeping it so close, and you just get the ball rolling at some point, and you figure with some of those opportunities that we have, something's got to give. Well, it never gave, and we kind of shot ourselves in the foot. So um, I think that about does it for me. Uh, that's all I've got um, for on this on tonight's game. You got anything else before we move into tomorrow's? Uh, just, I mean, I guess just for a little like silver lining thing and not just a silver lining thing, but it just like we had said at the beginning of the show, the, the pitching tonight did a good job. It just, you know, I don't want to harp on that too bad, you know, only letting up three runs to a very potent offense. It just, you know, we need this white Sox offense to come out tomorrow and be a little bit more potent. And, uh, that that's exactly what we're going to need to have a chance in this ball game, especially with the core guys who can't have them playing poor how they did. Uh, today for the most part, you know, Tim did have the solo shot, so he did get his a little bit, but we need them to be more potent so we could try to stay in the game and win the game. Yeah, absolutely. Buzz, uh, got to score runs to win baseball games. Sounds simple. 
very simple yeah. concept, but <laughs> in practice, and it needs to happen. So uh, moving forward, uh, we've got game two of this three-game series, uh, Tuesday night, 7.10 p.m. Central Time scheduled start. Um, White Sox and Twins. Jake Odorizzi will be taking the mound for the Twins. 13-6, and 3.57 ERA, 137 strikeouts on the season against Ross the Boss Detweiler. 2-3, uh, and 5.51 ERA, 35 strikeouts on the season. Uh, Buzz, uh, this may be, you know, if, if you're looking from a complete outsider's perspective, uh, you may have already gave this one to the Twins, but uh, the White Sox got to Odorizzi a decent amount uh, last time we faced him last week up in mini. Yeah, we absolutely did. And I believe didn't Ross Detweiler have a really good start too? Uh his last um, outing? Well he he was against Texas, but yeah. Yeah, but he had a good outing. Yeah. His last yeah, outing yeah. he had a good start. So hopefully he can rebound off of that and then keep the consistency going just, you know, um and keep this Minnesota Twins offense at bay if possible. You know, I mean this this game tomorrow falls all on the offense. They touched up with Rizzi last time they played him. You know, they, they had a good outing against him. Hopefully they can continue and roll it over into tomorrow's game. You know, I'm not – Odorizzi's not too overwhelming of a pitcher against us at this at this he's, time. So He's good. but He, he he's, is good. He's not, he's not unhittable. I right. think that's the biggest thing. He's not like a bear down Justin Verlander type of same scare. I would think that – I think that's the point that you're driving at here, Buzz. And we showed that we can get to him. So uh, past experience – um, has shown uh, the White Sox should be able to get to this guy. So uh, maybe that's setting our expectations a little bit higher than we may have before uh, facing him. But uh, here we are. So uh, just time to get right back at it, man. Um, I, I don't know really what else to say. Uh, Ross Detweiler continue what he did uh, against the Texas Rangers over that weekend uh, four-game series. Um, and one just, you know, going back, if you're talking matchups, uh I know it was his first time up with the White Sox this year, but very end of June uh, when the Twins were in town, Ross Detweiler's first start with the White Sox came against these Minnesota Twins, and he got us a win. So uh, there, there's my uh, grain of positivity for tonight. Well, I'll take that positive Nani instead of the negative Nani on the Ross Detweiler start. But before we get into the next, uh, the next game here with the picks to click, our picks to click are brought to you by at Second City Picks. You can follow them on Twitter at Second City Picks, or you can go to secondcitypicks.com. Nani, explain to the people what you do at Second City Picks. Ooh, Second City Picks is really easy, really cool thing, Buzz. Uh, you go on, like you had mentioned, secondcitypicks.com, and they will have a featured game of the day, usually Cubs or White Sox. Um, it was White Sox tonight. But uh, you either enter a prediction for the final score, combined amount of runs, just the White Sox runs, whatever their specification for the day is you enter that and if you get it right you win a free gift card to a chicagoland food establishment totally free all you need to do on that site is enter your predictions your email they will send you a receipt so you know exactly what you pick and then when you win they send you the gift card right to your email uh buzz use your sports knowledge to get free food i love it can't beat it can't beat it again that is at second city picks on twitter and secondcitypicks.com so getting into our picks to click for tomorrow's game johnny i'm going to take Jose Abreu tomorrow. I have not taken him in a long time. I feel like after the White Sox had a dead day offensively, he'll come through in the clutch and make something happen tomorrow. I love it, Buzz. Uh, that's a good one to pick. 350 average against Odorizzi for his career. Jose Abreu has in 20 at-bats, so uh, playing the percentages, I see very well. Um, I'm going to go with... Um, 
I'll go with Eloy Jimenez. Uh, been a few games since I picked him. Uh, I, I know he, he did have a nice hard hit single tonight. Uh, let's see him elevate that even a little bit more, get one over the fence on Odorizzi, and uh, I'd like to see some splashes, Buzz, uh, some multiple run hits, uh, you know, multi-run home runs, a couple, you know, bases clearing doubles. I, I think that'll be big for the momentum of this team. Oh, absolutely. We, we definitely needed after tonight's game where the offense didn't perform up to par. And uh, yeah, man, that's what I got for tomorrow. So if any closing thoughts that you have, I'm, I'm pretty much cashed out. Yep. Uh, nope. My only closing thought is um, hopefully Detweiler just keeps it in, in check like he has, man. I thought this was going to turn into the Odri Samardispagne, Irvin Santana uh, sort of experience again. Uh, but it really hasn't uh, that badly. And he's actually had some nice starts. I'd have put the White Sox in position to win. So I'm hoping for that again tomorrow. But either way, it doesn't matter if he pitches well or it gets touched up a little bit. The offense needs to show up. That's the bottom line. Absolutely. Absolutely agree with that statement. So everybody, make sure you're going to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs, checking out all of our podcasts and all of our great articles that have hit the website. And uh, yeah, man, that's that's all I got for tonight, Johnny. That's all I got for tonight, man. Yep, that's all I've got. Uh, tomorrow's a new day. Uh, let's try and take another series from the Twins. I, I would like that. But, that of course, that first starts with a win tomorrow night. So that being said, White Sox forever. White Sox forever.